Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Scott Cordishi, Nick Coit here in Providence. Devin Telgani running the ship up in Worcester, Massachusetts with Joe Passarelli working the Army-Navy game today. So, did Dev, did you switch the playlists? So, are you going to play all the songs for our show on their show today? Or are you just <laughs> to the old switcheroo? Possibly. You never know. Does a blind <laughs> squirrel a find highway. it tonight? You never know. I'm saying, this is these are all the songs that I hear in Mark and Kitchen. I hear Ben go... What the hell is this playlist? <laughs> Every week. It's great. I love it, Dev. Uh, keep being you. Keep being you, Devin Telegani. That's right. Of course. That, look, De- Devin Telgani may be the most positive Patriots fans. Like, he has them winning out from this point on, right, Devin? Oh, absolutely. We're, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. Come on. <laughs> Did you see? So, I think it was CBS Sports put out a graphic that the Patriots still mathematically could make the playoffs yes. at 7-10 and 10 with all yes, these things I saw that happened. <laughs> yes, I saw it. My meteorologist brought it up the other day. Oh, like, my God. Yes, I know. Devin's folks. that guy that believes that that can happen. I know. <laughs> positive people out there all right so so allow me to be uh not the first i'm sure there's probably others that have thought about this conspiracy theories when it comes to you know the patriots looking good for the first time in 13 weeks on offense okay and winning thursday night so look uh, if if i'm being honest I just think it's you know bill belichick's not a guy that's going to tank i think he coaches to win every game and i think that you know, they just they, – they put it together for the most part offensively Thursday night, and that's why they won. So I, I don't believe there is a conspiracy theory is what I'm no. telling you, okay? No. But there are those that will say, well, maybe Bill did this just to screw crap because he knows he's getting let go at the end of the year. And you know what? I'm not leaving you with a high draft choice. Screw you. I'm going to win a couple of more games down the stretch here. I'm not going to tank. Do you believe in that at no. all? No. <laughs> This stuff is just – I shake my head because I'm like, well, maybe maybe he played Mac to say, you know, hey, see, Robert, this is who you wanted. Yeah. This is, there are how many other guys on the football team? There are how many other people involved yep. with the football operation? Oh, Bill makes the decisions. Yep. But come on. You really think that he's he's going to do that and sacrifice the success of his, his football team just to spite – no way. Nick, I, I agree with you. Yeah. So I agree that Bill, when Bill says do its best for the football team to try to win games, I believe that he that, that is how he operates the team. Yeah. But, okay, if, if I am to believe that, and I do, I do believe that that's how Belichick operates. I don't believe in any conspiracy theories here, mm. okay, about trying to screw Kraft or I'll show you, I'll play your guy, Mac Jones, he sucks, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't believe. 
So if I believe what I believe, and that is Bill does try to do what he thinks is in the best interest of the football team to win games, then I would ask the question that you brought up earlier. What took you so long to make this switch? I agree. Right? Because we all saw that Mac Jones was dead in the water, this offense was dead in the water, that his confidence was shot, and that it almost looked like others didn't believe in him either. Yeah. Why, if we could all see that, why couldn't you? Why mm-hmm. didn't you make the move earlier? Like, there's, there's got to be a good reason, right? He, Bill Belichick doesn't do anything without reason, okay? Every, every move he makes is usually a well-thought-out one. Yeah. Why didn't he make that move earlier? And, and why didn't he – I mean, to all of us, the pick at the end of the Colts game in Germany should have been it. That should have – they benched Mac. I agree. That should have been it. I agree. And why would you not take the bye week to say, all right, we're making the quarterback change. Bailey, we're giving you two weeks. Yep. Be ready. You're going to be the Made all the sense in the world to do it why, then. Why would they – and then they dink they around with split it. Split reps. Split reps. Like – that's never worked. No. Bill should know that. Yeah. It doesn't work. He saw it in 2001 when he was having the blood soap Brady dilemma yeah. and said, uh, the week before we lost the game, and he said it. I've heard his voice I, I, saying I, I, so it. So let me, let me defend Bill here, okay. okay? I think his answer to that would be, back then I had two pretty good choices, and I knew I had a real good player in Brady, so it was easy to stick with him. Whereas, no, 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 as no. you pointed out earlier, Zappi had an awful preseason – an awful training camp. He probably hasn't shown to be great in practice during the season, so it made it a tougher decision to make the switch because he didn't have a great option B. Sure, but what I'm saying is, Scott, it's not the decision itself. Belichick, when he talks about that 2001 season, the week before they started going on the winning streak and they lost, I think it was the Rams game. It was the it last was. It was the lost. Rams at home was a close game. He said that in practice, because he was still having the dilemma of what to do, he split the reps. And he said, I shouldn't have done that. It wasn't beneficial to these two guys. Yeah. I need to make a decision and stick with it yeah. and back one guy. Yeah. And so he did that 22 years ago. Why did he think it was going to work now? He's seen it before. He's seen how that doesn't work because you got to back a guy. Here's your starting quarterback. We're putting all our resources behind you. We're game planning with you as the quarterback in mind. So why, why split that like that? I, I, don't, I don't know why so, he did that. Yeah, my criticism of Bill is really twofold when it comes to the quarterback position. I, I, the first is what I just said. What took you so long to make the switch? Yeah. For the record, I would have made it before they went to Germany. I was already done with Mac before that game against the Colts. Yeah. But as you pointed out, the move that made the most sense was after that game you benched, and that's it. Don't go back to him, right? So, and, and he didn't do either, right? So, But I would have done it before that Colt game. Yeah. The second thing I'll, I'll really hammer Bill on is, why did you go into this season with your quarterback room looking like that? Yeah. Why didn't you have a veteran backup on the roster in case of emergency break glass type of guy? Like, you went in at, with the most important position on the field with a crappy quarterback room talent-wise. And, you know, that, that, that to me was an issue, too. You put that room together. You decided that it was good enough to go into the season with that room. You cut Zappy at the end of preseason, so obviously you didn't think that highly of him then. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just mistakes that Bill shouldn't be making, okay, that the greatest coach of all time should not be making, he made. I wonder why they even thought to, I, I will say, because <laughs> I think some people, like Felger, 
Um, I'm like, well, why wouldn't we talk about this being a quarterback competition in August? Well, again, Zappi didn't push Mac. So that, to me, is on Bailey Zappi. Uh, well, and I'll tell you, can, to answer that dumb question, yeah, because we all knew going into this year, okay, like it or not, Mac Jones was a first-round draft pick. Yep. We all knew that, or at least we thought, that he was really messed up by the Patricia Judge combination the year before. Yep. But he was coming off a decent year before that, his rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew coming into this season – this had to be the year where you had to evaluate Mac. Okay, either this is our guy moving forward or he's not. Yeah. Right? You had to give him the chance to succeed or fail and prove to you as a head coach, as an organization, is Mac Jones our quarterback of the future or not? So that was it going into the season anyway. You, yeah. You, you, you knew that going in. Yes. This is a year to prove either Mac's cut out to be the guy or he's not. And we now know the answer. I, maybe that was where I sort of was going with that was, you know, how much of a com- – did they make too much of a commitment to that while sacrificing some of their season here? Because – Yes. Yeah, because I, I – Yes. Because I, I – I mean, again, I don't think he got pushed in camp by anybody else. If Zappi had a good camp and a good preseason, I think it would have been easier for them to look at it and say, let's make the switch after, say, like I said, the Cowboys game. Something like that where they get, you know, smacked around. They don't score any points. And you're like, ooh, this isn't good. And maybe he shows it in practice. Maybe, I don't know. But he didn't. And so maybe it's just it all kind of mixes together into what we've got now. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, okay. I, I, that was sort of my question was, did they make too much of a commitment to saying, max the guy, max the guy, max the guy? To me, it, realistically, like I said, I think they were two to three weeks late. Um, in making the switch. Yep. Um, but even then, at that point, your record is what it is. You know, maybe after the Commanders game, that could have been a time where you're like, well, he didn't make the plays down the stretch. Do we need to in- inject some more life into this offense? Seems a little dead. They're just not doing things that we need them to do to win these games. I don't know. It's There's a lot of questions there. It makes you scratch your head because when they look the way that they did against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're like, oh. Like you said, Scott, you knew they had it in them. Yep. You felt like they had it in them. I knew they had more than what they were showing, yeah. right? I mean, it, it was just so bad. It's like, you're better than this. You yeah. may not be great. We've seen you, it. Yeah. All right, let's go to the calls. 401-777-1037, the phone number. We'll kick it off with Dan and Cranston this morning. Dan, you're first up on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Going on, fellas. Daniel? Morning. Morning. Hey, uh, I was actually thinking to Joe last week. I'm sure he gets paid hourly, but he must make tips as well, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he ain't making any money last week. Good thing he's working today. Because oh. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. slinging much of anything last week, I'm sure. Yeah. There wasn't uh, a lot of reason. Besides the weather, there was still nobody there. I bet you today but, uh, he'll make a ton. I bet I you'll make a ton today. I know. Oh, yeah, today? Absolutely. Um, all right, so, Scott, I'm going to basically try to shoot down everything that you just said. I, I just don't agree. It's more. Of, I think the first half was just as much as the steal as, as it was the Patriots on Thursday. And the second half kind of proved it. They just figured it out, and it was back to the good old Patriots. What do you have, 40 yards and three first downs the whole second half? You know, and you can say the weather last week that he was still shut out. This is That was way more of an outlier to me. Now, if they come in, if they can do something in the next couple of weeks, sure. But I think it's just more of the same old, well, same old. So when you say that, Dan, that first half, you say it was more or a lot about the Steelers. 
Well, no, the yeah. same, just as much. Not as not more. I'm well, saying just saying as much. They're ineptitude. That they're a bad football team. That's what he's saying. I mean, well, I think they're in a bad place right yeah. now. They're yeah. just not in yeah. a good spot. Well, because I think the defense is. It's got a lot of talent there. That's the that's the side of the ball that I think, as I, I think, and you saw it in the second half, can play well. I mean, the middle of the field, the linebackers, they just play the way that they play, and Belichick but, splits But, them. Dan, my point is, uh, I, so maybe you misinterpreted what I said. Believe me when I tell you, I don't think this offense has the capability to be a top-half offense in the NFL. I never, never implied that. My point was, with the way this defense has played this year for the Patriots, I believe this offense was capable of a hell of a lot more in making plays and scoring a few points where they could have won some of those games that they lost. That's all that I'm saying. You score more than 10 points in those three-game ga- three stretch before this. Look at where you are. I, it's like, yikes. I just think, I just, I just think every team can do the what I should have, could have at this point of the year to some extent, you know. We could all say if, the, if this went well, they'd have, you know, it's just yeah. that's part of the game. Yeah. And, and Dan, More important. To, to, fur- to further that up, Dan, I, I will say this. Don't mistake what I'm saying uh, as me saying, well, we don't need to make a lot of changes on that side of the yeah, ball this right. offseason. You do, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to keep most of these guys on offense. I, they need a complete overhaul on that side of the football. So don't mistake what I'm saying for, hey, I'm happy with the talent. Yeah, just a few more pieces and we'll be fine next year offensively. No, you got a lot of work to do on that side of the ball. Yeah. All right, more importantly, now this one I, I think you were straight on. I don't care if you get a pick of one of six, right? Well, here's the difference. Now, if you're at two, someone to trade up from six to two is going to be a first-round pick. Now, this year, there are three clearly great players, or that's Williams, May, and Harrison, okay? Now, look at the 49ers. Let's get from 12 to three. It was three first-round picks, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, it, let's just say whoever's making the pick, that's a whole other story. Now, if you're the Patriots at two, and someone is desperate. Look at how bad quarterbacks are this year. Uh-huh. Someone that would trade up a ton to go from six, ten, whatever. And there are other good quarterbacks. The kid from LSU, there are a couple of them. You could trade down from two to six or seven or eight and still get a decent quarterback and another haul of draft picks. Get Daniels. You see what I'm saying? Get Daniels. If, somebody, yeah. if you're at two and somebody is desperately wanting to go up and get Marvin Harrison Jr., that's a that could be a dilemma for you because you're like, do you want to take Marvin Harrison Jr. or do you want to trade down from say two to seven, get Jaden Daniels, maybe pick up an so, extra first round pick and get one of the other top receivers? So FYI, just just so everybody knows, even with that win, they still have the number yeah, two pick. They, they didn't. Do. They didn't. Oh no, no, yeah, I know. I, I th- thank God too because I, I didn't know that until next morning. I'm like, I went to bed pissed off saying that they won, no. and. But now you can't win anymore. I'm sorry. If this, just, if this was just a nothing draft like the Kenny Pickett draft where there was no QBs, okay, but not this year. They This year has two, everyone is saying, can't miss prospects. And if you're in the position to take one of them, there's going to be a whole crap load of teams who are willing to give up the farm to get up there. You know, I, I just, not this year. That's just the way I see it. Have a good day, guys. Take care. All right, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Dan. 401-777-1037. So right now, another win if they got to four wins. Now you're bringing in four-win teams like Washington, Chicago, the Jets, the Giants, and Tennessee, where conceivably you could slip down to as as low as eight in the draft. Uh, They would not go that low because of strength of schedule schedule. as a tiebreaker. They'd probably be in the four, five, six range. Yeah. Um, but, Still again, good. that win Thursday night did not move them out of the second spot no. in the draft. It moved them further away from the top pick, which Carolina has, which is going to Chicago. 
uh, but it did not move them out of the second but spot. And, and Dan says two can't-miss quarterbacks. It, it, I, I, yeah. I don't like that term because no, you can I miss. Agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think what he meant was there are three highly co- coveted guys yes, in this year's draft of that course. teams will be willing to trade up for. I'm not picking on Dan because that's yeah. it's not just a Dan. Like I hear that, like, can't miss. You can miss on anybody in the draft. Right. It guarantees you nothing. The best quarterback in the league right now, Scott, is? Brock Purdy. Well, <laughs> I, I would say yeah. Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott's playing great, but Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, best yes. quarterback in the league. Where was he drafted? Uh, what was he? 13? I forget what number. 10th overall. 10th, okay. 2017 draft. Right. I just pulled it up. You know who was the number was the number one quarterback taken in that draft at number two overall? Who? Mitch Trubisky. Oh. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, the guy you beat Thursday. The Bears night. traded the house to go up and get Mitch Trubisky. Yep, yep. And you just beat him. Yep. On Thursday night. Yep. Yikes. It guarantees you nothing. So it's funny. Uh, you asked me that question, and I bring up Purdy and Dak Prescott. I wanted to get into, at some point this morning, the NFL MVP talk in odds. I could not disagree with it more. Mm-hmm. We'll take a timeout. We'll continue with your phone calls. 401-777-1037. The phone number you're listening to, Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 